welcome to the 172nd episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Antner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, Roger, we're here at this time of the year where we're kind of looking back at, at the, the how the past year has gone, and I thought it'd be good to talk through some of the major themes uh, we saw in the wireless industry this year and, and just have a discussion of kind of where we are now versus you know where we were at the beginning of the year in terms of wireless. What are some of the, the big things you've, you've seen over the last 12 months? Well, I think we should talk about the convergence theme, right? We have the continued growth of FWA with the telcos eating into cable, and then cable with wireless eating into the telcos. And, and this is really this collision of, of like two once upon a time pretty separate industries and they just come clashing and crushing into each other. Well, I mean, yeah, the realization is, you know, there used to be a handful of companies that could do, you know, broadband as well as wireless. Now there's five of them, right? And it's, it's, you know, the business models between MSOs and, and the wireless industry are a little bit different. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how everybody kind of brings their kind of approach to their core product to kind of a new product. And I think it's good for the industry in the sense that we've got increased competition and, and really good coverage and, you know, if you're a, a wireless or a broadband customer, most people are both, you know, the, the service has never been better. Well, and it's actually great for customers, right? You, you, you have fiber rolling out like gangbuster. You have FWA rolling out, right? The biggest fiber builder is AT&T. In FWA, T-Mobile and Verizon are executing very strong. AT&T launched their, their service. The cable companies are expanding more and more into rural territories that where, where there was no choice but DSL, right? We're, we're look, we're, if we're looking forward, we see the beat money coming. And, and it's pretty interesting with, you know, if we focus on FWA, right, it's like, People who didn't have choice before now have choice, and they're taking it. And they love it, right? I mean, and they love it, especially because they can get rid of it when they don't love it. Right, right. But by and large, I mean the the satisfaction scores we see for FWA are almost off the chart, right? Which is not something you always see with a brand new product like FWA. Yes, but it's because. We don't see the people stuck with it. There's a survivorship bias, right? You you get it, you install it, you either love it or you return it. And, and you typically pay a discount, so you don't pay as much as you paid before. And then you're willing to take slower speeds, higher, higher latency, you take that with it. 
And if you don't, then you just switched and and took whatever other option exists that is faster there. And then there comes the, the response by the cable companies who are offering low cost beforehand, but now one and two year uh, free wireless if you sign up for their, their cable offer, uh, offers right at the right before the launch of Doxis 4.0, which is the, the great hope of all cable companies, excluding LTs, who decided Doxis isn't it for us, we're going into fiber. And the scores of, of uh, Altis's fiber are spectacular. Much much better than than their than their uh, than their MS than, than their HFC scores, and so it's really interesting of how how this comes together, and we really see this um, much bigger emphasis on convergence of getting both wireless and home internet from the same company. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we see, you know, three quarters of folks on FWA also have wireless service from the same, the same company, company, right? So well, the that's the other which... driver for happiness, right? If you're not happy with your with your wireless service, you're not going to be a glutton for punishment and sign up for the FWA service. You kind of have this advanced, advanced knowledge of where the network is good. And if it ain't good in your house, you're not going to get FWA. Right. Well, if it's not good in your house, you shouldn't have that service for wireless either, right? But I mean, I think the 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 subtext here, though, is that you know FWA has been become a fantastic upsell to wireless customers, right? When they are happy, when they are satisfied, and it's the five G killer app that people were looking for. I think there will be better and 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 more substantive killer apps coming, but. That's the one we have right now, and it justifies a lot of the business case uh, around around 5G. You know, the, the killjoys are not very happy about it, of like, oh, that's it. Hey, that's it is, a, is, is great for, for millions and millions of people. That are hey, if you've been living with terrible internet and all of a sudden you can get good internet, it's, it's, it's a game changer. Life changer, right? right? Yep. Uh, the other thing I, th- I, th- I thought was really notable this year was the shift to premium plans, right? So we saw all the carriers, you know, pushing higher end plans. I know with our research, we've seen that, you know, somewhere between 10 and 15% of the population will go out and just kind of buy the best plan so they don't have to worry about missing out on everything. And so we saw that kind of embodied via the some of the plans that came out for the wireless carriers, right? But not all plans are made equal, and some plans made people happier than others. So I think one of the the really interesting things is like so Verizon came out with their My Plan and and went to a, an a la carte mode. T-Mobile that used to be the 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 lowest priced company and build its value proposition based on that is now offering the highest MRC in the market. And what was amazing is like, for as long as we measure NPS, of the postpaid providers, 
T-Mobile was leading it up until about three months ago. Both T-Mobile and Verizon's NPS scores went up, but Verizon's went up faster and higher than than T-Mobile's. So it's going to be really interesting to see how long this will continue, if and how T-Mobile will respond. And, you know, I view MPS scores and satisfaction scores as like a leading indicator 12 months out. And so we will see if, if Verizon will come out of the doldrums of the last couple of years and go back and, you know, if you, you know, if you remember what Danny Striegel said on our last episode, Verizon growing by a million customer plus a quarter. We'll see if that comes back. I don't know. I would. I wish them all the best. But it would be a really a, a, a quite the reversal of fortunes. Well, it's an interesting point of differentiation too, right? So the ability to customize so at the core of the buy plan plan. You know the the things that we we show for, from our research that everybody wants things like, you know, getting access to the highest speeds and not being throttled after a certain amount of data consumption. Those are part of that core offering, and they are often associated with premium offerings, right? But the idea that you can kind of build your plan a la carte, as opposed to you know just kind of getting everything in the kitchen sink, and you may or may not use all of the pieces of it. Well, I think the wonderful thing about people is there's somebody for everything, right? And Verizon offers a great, great value. T-Mobile, no, sorry, both offer great value. T-Mobile offers you a lot more. I think when you look at 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 and T, and we should not forget them, their best price, you know, every day, and and best deals for everyone has been a a really successful campaign they i would expect them kind of to come out with new plans too they have been the one that hasn't updated its its price plans in quite some time but i think the best plan for everyone has, still has a lot of leg in it yeah, well, I mean, best deals for everything, I think, is something really interesting in the sense that, you know, for so long, so many offers have been built around stealing customers from every from other consumers. And we see this in our data where, you know, folks that switched yesterday are likely to switch tomorrow type thing. You know, you could you can profile these types of customers. And what AT&T has decided to do is kind of... T- take their subscribers off the table by saying, you know, you're not going to you're going to you're not going to be able to get we're going to be competitive with our offers for everybody as opposed to just if you plan on switching. And that's why they have record load chart. Exactly. Exactly. Which, you know, across the industry turn is, is generally speaking down. I know Verizon's has ticked up a little bit, but on a macro historical basis, we're, we're at very, very low churn industry wide, which is, I think another interesting thing for this year. You know, one of the things we saw during the pandemic as you know there's this big ballooning in industry net ads and and some disruption in terms of you know business as usual as we got through the pandemic but here on the other side of things we're, we're seeing a re- return to normal in terms of industry net ads and and at the same time record low churn yeah and and it just shows you that 
people are happy because it's easier than ever to 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 switch. And we have new entrants, right? We have we saw Mobile X with an entrance at at Walmart. You know, I don't remember when a new entrant came in and got with the largest distributor in the country, the biggest prepaid distribution point. Within a couple of months, a thousand stores, and I think they will roll out to four to, to all of them. You really saw uh, Mint making an impact, and uh, maybe so big of an impact that T-Mobile wants to to mute that and take them in house. Now Ryan Reynolds' ads for T-Mobile would probably be hilarious. So we'll see. Anything else you want to cover in terms of trends and and insights on 2023? You know, we highlighted here like some iconic prepaid companies or new iconic prepaid companies, but we've seen the growth of postpaid at the expense of prepaid at the same time. As the former or probably still industry leader in terms of no, not no longer industry leader. TrackPhone, which got bought by by Verizon, is no longer the industry leader because it stopped growing and shrinking. And so there, there's a lot of moving parts in prepaid. And I think we we should actually, in a couple of weeks and months, take an episode aside just to look at prepaid tents because. It's not the same old prepaid that it used to be. Right. And some of these companies that are primarily direct consumer, like the mints of this world, visible, consumer cellular, even though they do have some physical retail operation, those primarily online brands are all doing very well. And I think it's kind of a, you know, particularly from a satisfaction score, we think there's they're onto something, right? So uh, I think we should definitely do that and talk more in depth about this because I think, you know, as much as to, as to your point, you know, postpaid has grown to the expense the expense of prepaid. We actually show that a lot of times prepaid customers are actually even happier than postpaid. Oh, happier, right? Yeah, and the price points are certainly lower, right? So there's there's something there that we should double click on as well. Yeah. So well, happy new year. Looking forward to another gangbuster year that we had last year and to bigger and better this year i i'm very grateful to have you and and the rest of the team you know at, at recon and i'm very blessed and i'm very much looking forward to to 2024 absolutely same here and uh, you know every every day that we work together is a uh, is 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 fun and intellectually interesting and uh you know, looking forward to more of that in 2024. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you next week.